1: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 304. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
0: And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hey. Hello. How's it going? Good. I was like, 304, is that a Beach Boys song? Then I'm like, it's 309. And then I'm like, or was that a spray that you used to clean the counter? Maybe that was 409. That was definitely 409. This is what goes on in my head. This is
1: what goes on in Tom's head. That
0: is what goes on in my head. (laughs) I'm just constantly making pop culture connections.
1: Well, is there anything you wanted to actually share with people this week that didn't come up simultaneously or spontaneously in your brain? (laughs) I still have a head injury. See, there's still a bruise right there. It's still there. Two months later.
0: It is still there. It's hard to see unless you're right up close on it because it blends into your hair line, but it's definitely there. I
1: know. I can't wait till it goes away. It's
0: not just in your head. It's (laughs) on your head. It is. So.
1: Still feels numb. It's weird.
0: (laughs) Well, the timeline we are now in the year 2017. We are. The single most important year in the history of Peloton because that is the year the clip out started. Yes. So, and that will be our bonus episode this week. If you haven't been checking this out on Patreon, you should probably give it a shot. They're lengthy episodes, 30, 45 minutes, just talking about that year specifically, what happened and what it meant to the future of Peloton, what it looks like through a modern day POV.
1: It's really cool to see the cycle of things to go back through and see how they used to do things versus how they do things now. And
0: how some of those things are coming back. And yeah. people are like, this is the first time they've ever done that. And yeah. it's like, it's like, not.
1: Get this, guys. The first time that there was a recording artist in the studio was not Lizzo was not. Yeah. It was a long, long time ago. So just little tidbits like that that you can get the deep dive on. And it on. wasn't
0: like a nothing artist. I mean, it's not necessarily a name everyone recognizes, but they had a big hit song at that time. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. There's a little teaser for you. So you have to go check out the timeline or listen to one of the episodes. Yeah. So, what pray tell do you have in store for people this week? <laughs>
1: Well, we're going to talk about the updates that Peloton has been rolling out. New partnerships, or should I say expansion of partnerships they have done. Android finally got a major update this week. (laughs) And I'm so glad I went to Apple at this point. (laughs) I would just be (laughs) waiting and waiting. There's a new lawsuit update. Dr. Jen visits and we talk about why spring sucks. And then we had a visit from Angelo and we talk about activating your glutes. To correct your knee pain.
0: You also get to hear about the weird things he has me do. It's true. Talk about my Lama's class (laughs) that he has me do. Um,
1: We also have some updates on tonal. That's very interesting. And we have update on hydro. Super interesting. Yeah, That's- the
0: Hydra one I thought was fascinating.
1: Yeah. Also, more past guest updates that we have for past you. Past
0: guest updates.
1: People that we have on the show do things. They are busy people. They are. Yeah. All that. And then don't forget our interview that we have this week with Rachel Sobel. Tom, if you want to tell everybody.
0: She started a blog called Wine and cheez yeah. and-
1: I love that name. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: a good name. And she loves her Peloton. And we will also find out that, I guess, she's working on a book.
1: Yeah. yeah so...
0: Pretty student we won't be able to get her
1: yeah it's a good thing we got her now yes
0: <laughs> so shameless plugs don't forget we're available on Apple podcasts Spotify Google wherever you find podcasts you can find us while you're there be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review so the people that come along after you know that we're worth checking out plus it feeds my ego
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> about 90% of the time
3: <laughs> yeah that's,
0: the other time we're like, that guy's obnoxious <laughs> well, yeah they can that's, both be true.
3: Yeah. That's but true.
0: you can also find us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash the clipout. If you sign up for that, you can get bonus episodes. You can get episodes a little early. that you can
1: get ad-free episodes you can, too. You
0: get them ad free. So also you can watch all of these on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clipout. And then finally, don't forget our newsletter at theclipout.com. You can sign up for that and we will send you a weekly email, just kind of a digest of what happened on the show and links and just a reminder that we're out here. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we?
3: We shall. Peloton in the news.
0: Well, there have been some changes to the Peloton app.
1: Yes, there sure have. And I really like when Darcy writes these and she puts T L D R. It always makes me giggle. (laughs) And it's super helpful. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we've got a rundown for you. There's a lot of things that Peloton just added, distance based badges celebrating your Tread Achievement. So, like, let's say you hit a 5K in one class. That's 3.1 miles, Tom.
0: Okay. Uh, I know you you didn't know. Because I'm American. I don't know these
1: things. (laughs) You will get a badge, a fancy new badge that says you got a 5K on the Tread. So, that's pretty cool. Okay. And they have several of them. And there's going to be all kinds of these. So, keep an eye out for them. They're based on output for the given class length.
0: Okay. What else we got?
1: The guide gets the home screen and class stats. So, now, there's an at-a-glance dashboard that shows the last 7 days stats, just like you see on the bike, the tread, and the row. Also, Peloton added top-level insights to the movement trackers. It's going to show your workout totals for the week, as well as total targets hit. Also, you no longer need to dismiss the remote disconnected screen. This is kind of in line with less clicks that Peloton has been working on lately, so one less thing that you need to do. They also added a pause button to just run and ride And row classes so before bikes and treads and rowers you could pause the on-demand classes but now just run just ride just row you can pause those too okay they were noticing that member behavior was showing that we might need to be able to do that i wonder how they can sense that i can tell you so every time you leave a class early like so if you say i'm going to do a 20 minute just walk let's just say and then you leave 10 minutes in, you get a little pop up and it says, why did you leave a class early? Damn. And so they're looking for that input. So guys, whenever you do leave a class early, be sure to fill that out because it does help them yeah. have the data to make things better for you.
0: So if you're like, oh, something came up and I couldn't finish it, then they know that if you're just like, I've decided exercise isn't for me and it's easier to be lazy. <laughs> then they'll.
1: I think I've that just, might fall
0: under other. I've decided to forego <laughs> fitness. <laughs>
1: I don't think that button's on there, Tom. I'm having
0: an existential <laughs> crisis and I'm no longer, you know, what's not working out for me? What? Working out. <laughs> I don't I'm think done. that's a
1: button. Again, I think you're just going to file it under other. Okay. But returning to our conversation <laughs> and here. Then,
0: and then there's a button. You can share it. You can share it straight to the buy, sell, trade group. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
1: think, gonna I don't think they're going to take
0: that. I don't think they're going to take that advice at all. Not one bit. Somewhere Ben is like, the hell we are.
1: (laughs) Uh, We also have reduced taps to work out. So there are no more taps to start a class when another one is in progress. So we had talked about the last time we did one of these roundups that they had removed a step. But now there is yet another step removed. If you've already have another workout in progress, you don't have to end it. You just go in, take out these two taps. Yes, I want to start the class. Let me do that.
0: Zero taps given.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That's the tagline for it, actually. Text search has been added to the Peloton app. This is huge. So now you can go in and you can find specific classes by using a text search huge huge it's huge so
0: crazy that that wasn't always there like now, it
1: was on the bike and the tread in the row okay but not on the app
0: not on the app
1: so you had to like really get into your filters <laughs> to be able to find the things that you wanted and know what you were looking for yeah so now to be able to search by like a certain artist via text that's amazing So this is really, really huge. I am really excited about this. And I think a lot of people are also, by the way, I heard from a lot of people this week that it wasn't showing up for you. I have heard over and over again, a fix that is easy. Simply uninstall your iPhone, simply uninstall your app and reinstall your app. Boom. It will be there.
0: Gotcha. Oh, I always hate when that's the solution.
1: I know. I know. Because
0: then I'm like. What if I can't remember my login for well, something? Well, if you
1: have an iPhone, it remembers for you, Tom.
0: And I know my mine does mostly, but sometimes it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I will say that I have not had that issue
0: with Apple. Gotcha.
1: I, I hate to admit it. It's true. <laughs> does, does
0: any of this apply to the Android app? I don't I know. know how slow they Actually, are. Actually,
1: there to... it is. Text search is available on the Peloton app there. on both Android and iOS.
0: The Android app is so out of date, you can still take a Stephen Little class.
3: <laughs> That's... <laughs>
1: I think that's actually true for both. (laughs) I think he's still got some glasses up there. I don't think we've wiped out all of, I don't know, maybe we have. I really don't know. I never go back and take past classes. Let me try
0: this joke again. Here we go. The Android app is so out of date, you can still take a Daniel McKenna class.
1: Oh, zing. (laughs) No, you cannot.
0: (laughs) The Android app is so out of date, sometimes it'll send you a picture of Oliver Lee's dick.
3: Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. It won't do that. No, it
0: will not do that. <laughs> Whether you wanted to or not, oh it won't do that. Wow! So
1: it never did that. It
0: never did that.
1: <laughs> I know there's some ladies that wish it did,
0: <laughs> and then and some ladies that wish it happened. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Hilton and Peloton have expanded their partnership into international markets.
1: Yeah, we have to send out a thank you to Tim Shaughnessy for sending us this one. So they have had a partnership with Hilton for a really long time, but now they're going to have offerings in Canada, Puerto Rico, Germany, and the UK. So that is really, really cool. It's nice to see. I don't see Australia on this list. Am I missing something?
0: I'm not seeing it. And then my first thought was like, I've never been to Australia. So the only thing I know about Australia is from Minute Work and Little River Band songs.
1: Also, Roz told us a few facts because she used to live there. Roz and Mike, when we visited them in St. Martin.
0: But my first thought was do they have Hilton's there? Is it maybe Hilton isn't in Australia? And that's. Roz,
1: Mike, let us know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. But does not appear to be on this list as of yet.
1: Yeah. It could be something that like there's additional paperwork or things that have to be done or like you said just could be hilton doesn't do business there i'm not sure
0: yeah but that's great news it's great to see that expanding i think that's great for peloton
1: yeah did you know that this partnership was in 2022 that's not true they had an original one with hilton long before that i know they did are
0: you sure i know they had one with weston at the beginning.
1: Uh, oh that could be what it was only like
0: select Mm westons because mm -hmm. it was like i think at disney it the swan and dolphin might be a Weston. It is. And, and can now, you can get a now there's there?
1: all of them in Weston's. Now there's the huge partnership with Weston, right? Is I don't it, remember. Or is, it, is it the Hilton one I'm thinking of? This is a moment where my brain is like conf- thought, taking all the things and mixing them up. I thought
0: it was Hilton that had the partnership. And now it's just going international. It's not just in the States. Because remember, we stated the Hilton when we were in Atlanta Okay, in November, you're right then. And it was like...
1: So it was Weston that had the select ones, yes. Because yeah. they even had Peloton rooms. They had like rooms that you could stay in that were Peloton They would rooms. like bring
0: a bike mm-hmm. to your room. Yes, yes. If you were super fancy. Yeah. But yeah, because I remember when we stayed at the Hilton, they were um, like...
1: Coming later this year. Coming no later.
0: Good. Before the end of the year, we will have a Peloton. And we were staying there like the weekend after Thanksgiving. And you were like, really?
1: I was like, son of a... Four weeks
0: away. And I... <laughs> oh, God dang it.
1: But this is cool because it is going to be in 5,400 hotels around the world. That's huge. So many people say they find Peloton at a hotel and then they go home and buy it after they tried it. Absolutely.
0: We've heard that story so many times. Also, we're talking about how good it is for Peloton. I think it's good for Hilton. I think there people when they're on the road, it's always like, oh, how am I going to keep my Peloton streak alive? And if you have to choose Between a hotel with a Peloton and a hotel without a Peloton and Peloton's important to you. Yeah. I think Hilton's going to win that battle, even if it's 10 or 20 bucks a night more.
1: Remember before Peloton put the hotel finder out on the website and then there used to just be like people talking on the OPP about like, hey, I'm going to be in like Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend. Does anybody have a Peloton I can use? And then remember when that group started up that it was Peloton hotels and on the go? And all it was was people just putting all these different hotels where you could get Pelotons. So yeah. That's how we used to have to do things. And it's on the timeline. Yeah,
0: it is on the timeline. <laughs> you can now use your Peloton device with Samsung watches, smart watches,
1: Anything that has a Wear OS, an operating Wear OS 3.
0: So anything with a Wear OS.
1: Yeah, and the reason I say that is because apparently when the Verge first printed this, they specifically only named two watches that you could do. I guess whenever Peloton first sent over the information, they did not say it was all Wear Operating System 3 Wear <laughs> And so now it's all of them. So if you have a Samsung, Google Fossil, anything else that has Wear Wear OS <laughs> It's offering system three. <laughs> anyway, you can get this now. So now it turns your watch into finally a heart rate monitor, and you can broadcast your heart rate from your watch. It's big news.
0: Peloton has partnered with Girl Trek to host Harriet house parties.
1: Yeah. So each year on March 10th, Harriet Tubman Day, Girl Trek invites Black women around the world to gather in their homes with friends and family for a Harriet house party. And this year, as Peloton pledges partnership with Girl Tech, they were honored to host Harriet House parties for Girl Trek members and members at Peloton showrooms across the United States. And the gatherings were a great opportunity for women to reflect on their personal health, set goals for the year, and make commitments to hold each other accountable. And if you're wondering, that Girl Trek has been, it's the largest nonprofit focused on the health of Black women and girls. And the organization aims to inspire its network of over 1 million black women and girls to use daily walks as a practical tool for healthy families and communities. And Peloton supported them since 2021.
0: And they did that with the help of Chelsea Jackson Roberts. So awesome.
1: It says that each party began with a fitness goals meditation. That's really neat. Yeah. I love that.
0: Peloton has also partnered with Sporting Equals, which is over in the UK, correct? Mm-hmm. And I think we might have talked about this or at least tangentially a while back, but.
1: Yeah, some of the last few weeks have been a little blurry, not gonna lie. But on March 8th, International Women's Day, they were working with Sporting Equals and they had a panel, and it was hosted by. Hannah Frankson. So is that what you're thinking of? Because I yes. know that she did something. I, I mean, think she...
0: we talked about this as part of International Women's Day and how they were commemorating. Like it was another part of a larger story. Okay. So and we
1: didn't talk specifically about sporting equals.
0: I think it in passing, yeah.
1: I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And yeah, because they exist to promote ethnic diversity across sport and physical activity. I think we talked about this aspect is the only organization in the UK solely focused on this topic. And it was kind of like, how is there only one? Like, you would think that there would be more than that.
1: You would. And I don't remember that conversation at all. It's a little concerning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got a good reason. I guess. So, brace yourself. (laughs) But there was a post in the OPP that wasn't and was actually kind of fun.
1: I have to agree.
0: So, thank you, Brienne, Rachel.
1: Yes. (laughs) And Donna Carr, she tagged me on this to make sure I saw it. And Ah. thank you because... Yeah, that page is not my favorite. I got to be in a really good place before I go out there. So there's a, what would you say, a trend this week going around where you can turn like anybody into a Barbie box, I so, guess, for the movie, right? This is
0: a viral marketing campaign for the upcoming movie Barbie, starring, I think, Margot Robbie and directed by Greta Gerwig. Okay. She went from Little Women to Barbie. Sure. So make that make sense in your head. And one of the things they did is... There's a lot of famous people in this movie, like a ton of famous people. And they had this poster that showed them all in like these little kind of Barbie boxes with a description of their specific character. And so I guess, I don't know if people started doing it or they created a meme creator where you could create your own person. So this person went through and put all the Peloton instructors. Not all. Okay. A lot. Yes. Many. We have to
1: say a lot because somebody was like, what? No, Cody.
0: Yeah. (laughs) like, (laughs) There is a Cody.
1: I don't know. Maybe she added it after okay. that comment. I have no but it's idea. Like also, like, this there's 53 of this them. This lady's
0: doing it for free and there's 52. So get off her ass. Yeah. How about so it's that? It's a deck
1: of cards. Yeah. Calm down. So
0: here's the thing to remember. It's still the OPP. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but these pictures are delightful. So this one is a picture of Ross Rayburn and it says, this Ken is putting me to sleep every night, which yeah, he does do that. Yeah. And then Jess King, this Barbie is an experience. That's true. And then this is Cody. This Ken is an opinionated homosexual. (laughs) 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 Uh, Then Camilla, this Barbie is no pata sucias, which I probably butchered my bad. And then Emma Lovewell, this Barbie is loving well. I see what she did there. Yes. <laughs> and then Dennis Morton, this Ken is coming together like Voltron. I love when he says that. <laughs>
0: I think Voltron is owned by a competing toy company. So Uh-oh. can't do that.
1: Okay. <laughs> and then they have Leanne, this Barbie is in a sparkly fitness bubble. And Kendall, this Barbie is never knocked out.
0: This would be a fun game to give you the catchphrase. and Then you have to guess. It's yes. Really
1: This Ken is not at daycare. Of course, Alex Toussaint. And then we have Christine. This Barbie is bigger than a smaller pair of pants. I think it's supposed to be more than a small pair of pants. Anyway, <laughs> then we have Day. This Barbie is a bad counter. That is so true. Oh, <laughs> that, my God, Day. <laughs> people were
0: loving the Day one, yes. And that, that's all she made because she hates all the other instructors. So <laughs> I'm she, sure. If, I'm sure that's why. If, it's if, not because she has a life. Right. So if you didn't hear your favorite instructor, it's because Brienne Rachel hates them. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. you should take it personally and be deeply offended and go on the Internet and yell at people.
1: Oh, please don't. Because... <laughs> (laughs) There are some people out there that might, Tom. It's sad.
0: That is true. So Peloton sent out an email this week about April workouts to watch.
1: I love this because it's such a great place to like pick up all of the different things coming out. They highlighted the fact that both Jess King and Bex Gentry are back from maternity leave. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be awesome. Also, I know we talked about this or we're going to be talking about this later, rather. But John Hoskins has a new series coming out. We're going to talk about it. I'm really looking forward to this. And of course, Earth Day is in April and there's going to be a whole selection of Earth Day classes called Hello Earth Day. And then there's cross training yoga for cross training. So they're going to be highlighting some different classes like riders and runner classes. And those are launching April 10th. And of course, Total Strength with Andy. Now there is a collection where you can find everything. And that launched on 4-3. I love these. My God, Tom, Sydney would die if she saw all of your emails, all those updates in there.
0: (laughs) I never even checked that folder. I know, I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) 8,600 updates.
1: Mine has like 29,000.
0: My deleted folder at work has, I looked the other day, has 178,000.
1: Every time she sees that and the number of tabs I have open, I swear I give her a heart attack.
3: (laughs) Peloton in court.
0: So the Peloton investor lawsuit seems to be rapidly running out of steam. We don't know the full details because it's locked behind a paywall of a legal site, but we get the first sentence. And we've seen
1: this on a couple of websites. Yes. The gist is it's been dismissed. Not to say that it's not been dismissed, like it can't come back. Right. I can't ever remember if that's with prejudice or without, but either way, we're not saying it's that one, but the actual lawsuit has been dismissed. So very exciting.
0: And this was the one where they were Oops. saying during the pandemic that they had lied about the future of the company. And the judge was basically like, no, they just got it wrong. Yeah. Like, you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> like there's a difference between being wrong and lying.
1: Well, for one cynic judge, I agree with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while they get it right. Yeah. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Dr. Jen. We have a listener question. Someone who thinks that spring is sprung and it sucks. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses...
1: day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping.
0: Man, oh, man, do you love your AG1?
3: I
1: really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) this
0: generation's V8.
1: Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink.
0: And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day.
1: Yes, and not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1, and that's why I've partnered with them for so long.
0: If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1.
1: Try AG1 and get a free one-year Supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com/slash clipout.
0: That's drinkag1.com/slash clipout. Check it out.
3: Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen.
0: Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best selling books, including The Relationship Fix Dr. Jen's Six Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello.
1: Hi. Hello. Hi, it's springtime. So we have a couple people talking about allergies. So Wendy Kisslinger, she said that she is really struggling because she's getting so tired and congested. And then when she tries to work out, her output isn't as good. And so that discourages her from continuing. And obviously... It's a springtime thing. So it's not like a real, quote unquote, real sickness. <laughs> Is what I'm trying to say.
3: So I, I what <laughs> I'm sure it sounds like she's got her doctors okay to work out even when she's having an allergy. Yes. I'm going to say something very controversial. Ooh. Buckle your seatbelts. Are you ready? Ready. Hide your output. Stop looking at your output. Oh, put it away right now because it's with your head and you're getting so focused on those numbers that you're not giving yourself credit for your workout. It sounds like it's taking away the joy from your workout. And I think that sometimes people get too focused on the external, on those output numbers, on those mile numbers, on the calorie numbers, on all of that sort of stuff. And it really can destroy the joy of the workout. And I think that you've got to look at this differently. The fact that you can work out even when you're having an allergy attack and that you're able to do it is great. Pat yourself on the back. Stop beating yourself up about this because this is actually great. And it's probably ultimately helping your body recover from the allergy attack and all that sort of stuff. You're getting blood flowing. You're using your lungs and all that sort of great stuff. So I think that you've got to change your focus to... The process over the outcome and the numbers.
0: And get a UV light filter for your HVAC.
3: <laughs> that is a good idea. We got
0: one of those. It's a game changer. It's made a huge difference. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of COVID, the HVAC guy was over doing the yearly maintenance or whatever. He's like, hey, we got these things. And we were like, we'll take it. <laughs> and and it really seems to make a difference. It
1: does. Yeah. yeah. I think it does.
0: We also found, I just thought this was interesting, when someone would get COVID in the house Other people didn't get COVID Mm -hmm. at the same time. So far, only two of the four have gotten COVID, and not at the same time. Yeah. So, like, we all still live together, but it didn't tear its way through the house. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. So.
1: It might help with the allergies too. Yeah,
0: they say it's supposed to that knock down allergens. So I don't know. Just throwing that out there. We don't have a promo code or anything. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if people need more HVAC advice.
3: you on social media, Where can they find you drjenman.com, psychology, she's all there.
0: She's a Jane of all trades, <laughs>
3: exactly. So, um, you can find me on all social media at drjenman, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Wonderful, thank, thank you. you. Instructors in the news,
0: Shape Magazine has an article this week about various female Peloton instructors and why they're so inspiring.
1: Yeah. So they published this on March 29th. So it was like wrapping up Women's History Month. Gotcha. And so they focused on Chelsea, Camilla, Callie, Ashley, and... It's so weird not to say their last names. That's so weird. Anyway, they go through each instructor and they talk about what they have specifically said, done in their private lives, done on the platform, et cetera, and how they inspire people to show up. So I'm not going to read through all of it because it's really long, but it's a great article and it's from Shape. And I think we mentioned a while back that Michelle Kay, she's working on another really interesting project that we can't reveal yet. This isn't from Michelle Kay. Right. This is another wonderful writer that's writing for Shape. And they did a great job with this.
0: Jess King made her debut as a DJ.
1: Yeah. So I guess Jess King explains that she's been wanting to be a DJ for a really long time. And I guess she did it at one of Sophia's shows. And it was at the Jelly Club. So this was kind of set up by Sophia. And then Jess King got to do it. So... She was very happy with everyone that came out to support her, and I think she's looking forward to doing it again.
0: Watch out, DJ John Michael.
1: Oh, you can't ever
0: replace DJ John Michael. She's gunning for your gig. (laughs) I'm trying to cause strife.
1: Oh, are you? Yes. That would assume that they listen.
0: (laughs) Touche. Jen Sherman made a lucky Yacht Rock fan's dreams come true.
1: Yeah, I guess this lady sent a letter in to Jen Sherman and told them being jen sherman and peloton she's been a member since 2017 she's taken every single yacht rock class multiple times and her dream was to be able to take one live and it was a big birthday celebration this year and she got to do it and she's filming a video while she's in studio that's really really cool so congrats to amy And if you haven't gotten to take this Yacht Rock class, you absolutely should, because all the Yacht Rock classes are amazing. And there's Amy right in the front row.
0: (laughs) They gave her the good bike.
1: Yeah, they did. That's the perfect bike, I think. The one right next to the mirror is good, but like everybody always goes for that. But the one that's next to that is like you don't have the light on you the whole time, but you're still like visible if you want to be visible. So it's like a good in-between.
0: Olivia Amato has moved.
1: Yeah, she didn't say where, somewhere.
0: I don't blame her. No, God, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. But we have it here. She
0: lives at uh, 13 (laughs) Mockingbird Lane. With the
1: monsters. (laughs) Really? Looks a little bright for that. But she moved to a different part of the city that she's never lived in before, and she's looking forward to exploring the area. And she's hoping that it's going to be a little quieter and calms her dog's urban fear. And she also gave a little shout out to Roadway Moving for making it smooth. (laughs) I wonder if they paid for that. Yeah, I don't Mm. know. It's like, did you time that with a partnership? I could see it.
0: Yeah. Either way. I don't blame her. Oh, no. Because moving sucks. Variety magazine hosted a power of women event. Lots of famous people there. There's
1: our girl, the one that's in like all the shows we like, the second lady.
0: Natasha Leone. Thank Dion. you. We should take a moment here to plug Poker Face. On Peacock. If Holy you haven't watched cow.
1: That. If you haven't watched it, you need to stop what you're doing. And go watch it right now.
0: That show is amazing. Don't
1: binge it. You need to savor need to save every her. episode. It's
0: created by Ryan Johnson. He directed the first two episodes, I think. And it's really a throwback to like the 70s detective shows like Columbo or Rockford Files.
1: But like with a modern But With a modern and sensibility. feminine spin on it. Yeah. I love it so much. Like I love her as an actress. I've loved her in everything she's been in. But this is next level.
0: Yeah, and the hook is that I don't want i hesitate to call a superpower because it makes it sound like it's a comic book and type it's show. It's not. It's basically there's something about her where she can always tell if somebody is lying. Yes. And so she ends up in these murder mysteries where she knows people are lying, but she doesn't know why, right? Like just knowing that someone's lying isn't always enough because people could lie for a multitude of reasons. And so then she just starts to try to pick apart to figure out. Who did the murder? And you know who did the murder. So it's like Columbo in that regard of just how is she going to catch him?
1: Yeah, I love how they lay out what happened, but they leave her out of it.
0: And then they go back.
1: And they put her in. Yeah. It's masterfully done. It's
0: very, very clever and it's a lot of fun. And if you haven't watched it, you should. But she was part of the Power of Women event with Variety Magazine. She
1: was one of the women being honored. There were lots of them, including Judy Bloom, another hero of mine. Because
0: she has a movie coming out soon.
1: Yeah, that's true. But she also
0: wrote a million books that are amazing. Her biggest book is getting turned into a movie, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. Yes. comes out in like two weeks.
1: Is it? Oh, wow. Yeah. And then the whole reason we're telling you about this, though, is because several of the Peloton instructors were attendees. They were not honorees, but they were attendees. So we had Kendall Toole we had Olivia Amato, Emma Lovewell, Ali Love was also there, so there were four of them, and they all took a picture together. So you can see them all. Yeah, oh. so cool. Looks like a really neat, organized, yeah, event. I, yeah. Was, I wanted to say something more about the organization, but I'm like, but it's variety.
0: It's variety magazine. Yeah, it's not like it's a
1: charity. Right. <laughs> but my it's brain a good is magazine. just stuck on the word.
0: Yes, Ash Pryor has done another in her ongoing series of squat lifting.
1: Did you see Co-workers? she's named it this week? She's no. named it. And I love the name. I oh. know you will appreciate this, okay. Tom. Squatting with the stars. <laughs> I love it.
0: That's a good name.
1: Yes. And so today... Or I
0: this... didn't know if it just got that name only because it's Cody this week.
1: Oh, I maybe. Maybe yeah. it is. I kind of just went with it. But she has Kirsten Ferguson hyping her up. And she then squats Cody Rigsby five times. And again, Cody is not a small dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ash Pryor she is so badass I just love her (laughs) I love her energy I love how fun she is and I love that all the instructors have fun with her and they'll like do stuff like this it's just fabulous
0: Nico Serrani was hanging out with Ryopi
1: yes I think that's how you say it truly don't know I recognize this name but it's not like I recognize like a song that he's done, but she got to hang out at the listening studio. DJ John Michael was there as well. I don't know if this is one of those things where we're going to be seeing an artist collaboration or maybe this is just how they roll these days. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I think he writes that like that kind of spa music where you're like, who listens to this? Apparently Nico Serrani. And I think she uses it in her classes. Too. Oh, Well, wow. And he's a piano player. I think he played a song like on Lana Del Rey's last album or something like that. But
1: I tell you what, I hear so many great soundtracks when I'm taking a yoga class because the instructors, they all have a little bit of a different spin on it, but they have this way of taking music and they just, the flow works with whatever the music is. And it always like is very calming, but it's not always like just spa music. You know what I mean? Right. It's a really good mix of it. So I think that's really cool.
0: And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo. He has tips for activating your glutes to correct knee pain.
1: Really tasted good And it felt like a solid piece of bread Like I did not feel like I was Giving up something
0: I was surprised at how big Each slice of bread was Here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love because you have toast almost every day I do It was (laughs) the best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's 0-1 to grams of net carbs 0-gram sugar and high in fiber
1: So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order.
0: Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout.
1: That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O.
0: Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo, here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition
2: questions. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Great to see you again. Good to
1: see you. All right, I have a question that's totally selfish for me. Um,
3: (laughs) Let's
1: do it. Okay, so here's my question. I went to my physical therapist and we were talking about how my knee kind of like goes in a little bit. So he started doing all these exercises with my knee, but then long story short, he ends up saying, I need to figure out how to activate my glutes better. Help. How do I do that?
2: Uh Okay, so what he is noticing is that most of us, we have some minor, some more major, postural deviations. That's kind of a geeky term, postural deviations. But basically, more posture or misalignments in our body that develop over time from injury, atrophy, overuse, and underuse and basically in the technology age where we're sitting in front of computers or we're using texting on our phones and we're in that posture so many hours a day it has massive repercussions throughout our body and one of the most dominant repercussions that your PT is noticing in you and basically everyone else bud so don't feel <laughs> don't feel this is in any way you need to i'm
1: sure it was because of the car hitting me i'm sure that's that what it had it a little yeah. to do with it,
0: yeah it's nice to know that he's not singling out her glutes it's <laughs> it's everyone's glutes this is
2: everyone's glutes yes. Equal opportunity here. yeah
0: i was like should i be concerned i think this is going to turn into a dr jinn question real quick Hydrogen?
2: The
0: physical oh, my therapist keeps talking about crystal glutes.
2: It is a thing. All physical therapists are going to talk about glutes. They always come back to glutes. And so here is why. It's They're not perverts. The no. no, it is not the glutes. It is actually the hip flexors, the root of all evil when it comes to biomechanic problems. So what happens is when we're in a seated position for extended periods of time, which that means basically everyone in the world these days, yeah. the iliopsoas, the iliacus, basically the hip flexor muscles that connect your spine to your lower body. Okay. They diagonally through your hips, and they tend to shorten when you're in a seated position for an extended period of time. Now What you have in the body is a function called a myototic reflex. I'm going to try not to get too geeky, but it relates to a neurological wiring of agonist and antagonistic muscle groups. So I'm going to give you a very simple illustration. In order for your arm to work properly, to flexion and extension at the elbow, your bicep fires, or your tricep fires, front back of the arm. When your tricep is firing, your bicep is neurologically deactivated, has to be so, and vice versa. When your bicep is firing, it will neurologically turn off the tricep muscles so that way you can flex and extend. Okay, so we understand that relationship. Well, that relationship is mirrored throughout the entire body just to varying degrees. Now, with our hip flexors, that's a much more complicated relationship because you have right, left, there's a lot more, no pun intended, moving parts going on. But the basic relationship takes place when you have hypertonic hip flexors, it tends to deactivate the glutes. And so that's why that muscle group tends to weaken over time. And here's a population that invariably you'll see it in is the older population. And that's where you see kind of that hunching and the us older guys, as we get older, what happens to our butts? They disappear. (laughs) Well, that's that agonistic relationship where the hips tend to be hypertonic, tight, and firing, and the glutes tend to be deactivated. So what are some common things that we'll see like when we go to the PT office? Well, I'll give you just an example for women women have something called the Q angle. Have you ever heard of that before, Crystal? Mm -mm. The Q angle, or it used to sometimes be uh, termed the Marilyn Monroe effect or angle. Okay, so for me and Tom, if you were to trace hips straight down to our knees, it's going to be a straight line, up, down, basically. For women, some more so than others, just depend on your shape, there's going to be a little bit of an angle coming in. So what will happen is women sometimes are more prone to internal or external rotation of that femur bone because there's the Q angle. What competes against that? What prevents that kind of natural position of the body from getting too out of alignment? Your glutes. Hmm. And so that's one of the reason for women, amongst many, many, that we want to keep the glutes strong it helps hold your femur bone and knee position in alignment and when your pelvis is in alignment everything else is in alignment and i'll tell you something most people are kind of shocked to hear our pelvis and foot position are all manipulated for vision that's a weird one right
1: Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I remember you telling us this. You showed all of us coaches this. This is crazy Mm -hmm. stuff right here. This is crazy.
2: So this most people don't think about, but in years dealing with biomechanics and postural rehabilitation, what we have actually learned is that your body will prioritize vision, proprioception, and depth perception above anything else. In other words, your head and eyes will always stay level on the horizon Everything underneath will adjust so that way you're not looking crooked, straightforward. You'll always be straight, eyes on the horizon for vision. So what that means is when we spend hours and hours sitting at the computer hunched over our laptop or our cell phone or whatever our job is, the head and shoulders roll forward. So in order to keep your eyes level on the horizon, everything below adjusts. And one of those adjustments is your pelvis tends to move forward. Now, I'm not talking about half a foot forward. It moves half an inch to an inch forward over where it should be positioned. So if you were to measure someone against the plumb line, ideal posture is the greater trochanter would be just anterior, the malleous, and everything would be lined up perfectly. And you rarely see that anymore. The hips translate forward. Why? To bring your eyes back to the level of the horizon. So how do we combat that? Well, it all comes back to what is your PT always asking you to do. We got to get those glutes strong. So simple ways of doing that, sideline, gluteal raises, leg raises, Hip thrusters, you can do glute raises. There's lots of different movements. What version and slant is best for you, talk to your PT about. But when you're training your glutes, it's actually amazing the global, as far as your body is concerned, positive implications of restoring not just glute strength, but what you're doing is you're restoring the balance between the glutes and the hip flexors, which restores your pelvis which restores your thoracic spine, head and shoulders, knee position and foot position. So it's good stuff. Your PT is definitely on the right track with you.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Did I give you more than
2: you were bargaining for on that one? I threw a bunch of nerdy stuff at you there. No,
1: I love the why's. I love the why is this happening? Yes, thank you.
0: It's always been easier for me if I know the why to do it because I know that there's a reason behind
2: it.
1: Also, you talk about posture and then I start sitting up correctly. (laughs) It's like, oh,
2: yeah, posture. I got into that particular area of the wellness and fitness field because my posture was so compromised because of having a spinal fusion. Oh, people say, Yeah, your posture is not that great, Angelo. I said, You should have seen me without the work. (laughs) It was a disaster after my surgery. Wow. It impacts your body, but there is a lot that we can do to bring the body back into balance.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. That was very
0: helpful. Absolutely. Well, if people would like information like that tailored for their lives, where can they
2: find you? Come talk to us at metpro.co slash TCO. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
0: Our latest artist collaboration features Pharrell Williams.
1: Okay, there's a couple things we need to note about this, though. Okay. One, it's the first ever producer series. Do you see how the little words are circling around there? I do. Yeah, it's the first time they've ever done it. So that means there's featuring music that he's made as a producer, a writer, or a performer. Okay. And the classes start April 6th, and there's a huge range of them, including Asal, Tobias, Cliff, Jermaine Johnson, also known as JJ, Hannah Frankson, Nico, Adrian Williams, Tunde, and Dennis Morton. So huge variety of classes
0: yeah and he's worked on a ton of songs before he became a solo artist so he's been behind a lot of hit records
1: well that's why i wanted to highlight that because i had a feeling you would know maybe you even know a couple songs off the top of your head that he might have worked on if you I, don't it's okay i'm putting you on spot
0: i thought he worked like on that first bruno mars record really i think hang on to the googles to
1: the googles we shall go
0: So I'm just kind of scrolling through his Wikipedia production page, right? He worked with Gwen Stefani. He worked with Kanye West. He's worked with Snoop Dogg and just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Leah LaBelle, Frank Ocean, Blurred Lines. My guess is they won't be playing that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, he's worked on a lot of stuff. He's also worked on a lot of movies. He did a lot of the stuff for Despicable Me, oh, stuff like that.
1: Well, I'm guessing that the way that the instructors typically structure these will get a little bit of an education in each of these classes. So I always love that. Learn some more about their favorites and why. Yeah. For real. But Williams. he's
0: been around for a long time.
1: I believe that too.
0: Yeah. According to this, he worked on Rump Shaker with Rex and Effect. That's 1992.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: You don't know Rumshaker? Shaker?
1: I mean, I don't recognize it by name.
0: I think if you heard it.
1: We have this conversation a lot. We do. I typically know them once you play them. Yeah. But I don't know the name of that song.
0: But I'm just like, holy cow. I didn't realize he was been around for 30 years. Oh,
3: well, he has. Yeah. Other Connected Fitness.
0: Total has announced Cycle Sync Strength.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this. They made this program in collaboration with Stacey Sims. And you know, I love my girl, Stacey Sims. Yes, you do. But we actually got a chance to interview a couple of the coaches for this on our other podcast, The Superset. That's right, Um, it's coming back. It is coming back very, very soon, a couple weeks. So if you're interested in hearing about that, you just wander on over to type in The Superset and you can hear that interview. But I am very excited about this. The bottom line is it's a class. It's a program that is allowing you to match the intensity of the workout with what is best for you and your body during the different phases of your cycle. Very cool stuff.
0: Cycle does not mean bike.
1: No. I know some people were disappointed about that. Yeah. I get it.
0: But they have lots of classes that are designed to help you get better on your bike. So it's not like they don't have those. Right. It's just this isn't one of them. Different kind of cycle. Correct.
1: This one's for the ladies.
0: (laughs) So there was also an interesting thing going on with Hydro this week while we're talking about other connected fitness. Yeah. They appear to be having some music issues.
1: Yeah. So now this is all hearsay. This is based on people's comments. I do not have like a
0: inside scoop.
1: I do not at all. I just want to be very clear about that. But a hydro user and a past guest on the clip up, Susie Barris. Yes. Boy, do I love Susie. She was saying that the way that it works now is you used to be able to see the playlist, so they would align the music with. Cues and the classes that you were taking. Now it just says rock or whatever genre. Right. But now it doesn't align. So if they're like, go hard till the end of the song, now it's just a generic song in its place.
0: It's like when you watch WKRP on voodoo versus watching WKRP on the shout factory discs.
1: Exactly. So there's a couple of things going on here. Some people are really upset because I guess Hydro posted on Facebook, we're enhancing things by changing the playlists. (laughs) And then it's going to change every time you repeat the row. So, like, it sounds like a benefit, right? right? But what it feels like to people, unconfirmed, is that their music licensing expired and they went for a cheaper service. And then they weren't transparent about that. And then you have the added insult to injury, people's perception. I'm sure there's more going behind the scenes here that people don't know. People felt, though, that if you can't afford better music, maybe you shouldn't be sending the whole crew to New Zealand to film.
0: Or if you can't afford better music, what's that mean for the long-term trajectory of your company? Yeah. Especially when you're over here and like Peloton has a rower now and you Mm -hmm. know Peloton has got music on lockdown. So if music is a motivating factor for you, that's got to be a a, little concerning, a little concerning, I would think. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I definitely think, though, all of the connected fitness companies are not in the best place. For sure. It's, It's definitely not 2020 anymore. And I feel like. A lot of people jump to the worst case scenario. So I will also yeah. say this does not mean in any way, shape or form that Hydro is like on the ropes and going down like,
0: or yeah.
1: Tonal made choices to get rid of some of their instructors and right. they changed some things around. It doesn't mean that they're going out of business. And I have a feeling Hydro is just going to have to make some tough choices. And this is one of the choices they felt was probably this is me reading between the lines. Yeah. The lesser of two evils. They also purged some rows. And so same response as there is whenever Peloton, right. just, uh, when they first started purging like these big chunks, people had the same. Now, you can still choose athlete only for sound and then you can use the closed captioning. So you're still able to take the classes, listen to your own music. Then if you were an existing member, your membership fees stayed the same. But if you're a new member, the cost did increase from $39 to $44 a month. So
0: yeah, it makes me wonder if they have internal data that shows them that people were, like, muting it and playing their own music, and they were just like, this is silly to pay for. We just don't have enough people that are utilizing it.
1: The thing that makes me think it's not just that simple, mm-hmm. is that a lot of their instructors, again, this is according to hearsay, I've not taken a hydro class, right. they would indicate like, oh, this song that's playing, I really like it. They talked about the music playing.
0: So that's going to be really weird if people go and back. And that's why people are yeah. so upset. So it really is like watching the stripped oh, yeah. out versions of KRP. It's
1: exactly yeah. like that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, definitely an interesting change. And we will keep you updated on how that continues to play out.
3: Past Guest
0: Update. Lots of past guest updates this week. There
1: are. I love our guests. We have so many amazing people that have been on the show. Ellen Hildebrand, you might remember, she is an author, queen of the beach read, not just an author. So she has so many different books. But one specific book, The Perfect Couple, is being made into a movie. Is
0: this her first film adaptation? I I
1: think it is. I'm pretty sure. And this cast is pretty pretty baller. It is. is. I'm Nicole Kidman, Liv Schreiber, you know. Schreiber. D- thank you. Dakota Fanning, Omar Epps. That's really the ones that stand out to me. Is there anybody else I should those mention? Those are the big
0: names that I recognize. Okay. I yeah. mean, that's a lot. Yeah, those are big names.
1: And Ellen Hildebrand is still in St. John and they are going to be filming in St. John. So she's just a beautiful island and almost all of her books, a lot of her books take place in St. John. So very cool. Congrats yeah. to Ellen Hildebrand. That's awesome.
0: And you might remember we talked to Elliot Woodford a while back.
1: We sure did. And
0: she is a backup dancer and she is currently back at work with an indie artist by the name of Taylor Swift.
1: <laughs> indie artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there were some amazing pictures of her on stage at the AT&T Stadium in Texas, I believe. Yeah. So very, very cool. Congrats to Elliot Woodford.
0: Yeah. Did you see the footage going around this week of how taylor swift gets on stage no it's really funny so they hide her in a roadie case that looks like janitor supplies there's like mops and stuff sticking out of the top and then they wheel the state because like i guess it's in the round so people are sitting behind stage so like i guess five ten minutes before the show starts they wheel what looks just like a roadie case onto the stage but she's inside of it <laughs> and then somebody got footage because i guess it had been going around that she's in the road case and so somebody got footage of it and they wheel it up on stage and then they open up a panel and she steps out and steps immediately behind like a curtain that they have up that's really neat and that's then, neat and it's all before the lights go down or anything so <laughs> i just thought that was fun to watch and now she's got to find a new way
1: and i said texas that's where elliot is from it was in arlington sorry
0: C.J. Albertson, runner extraordinaire.
1: One of the fastest dudes on the planet.
0: runs faster than a tread plus. Yeah, he does. (laughs) (laughs) That's not hyperbole. It really isn't. It really isn't. Yeah. And
1: that's at his training endurance speed. Yes. Good
0: God. That's just him working up a sweat. Yeah. Yeah. But he... Let out this week that he's going to be a dad.
1: Again, second time. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. But he posted on Strava and it was really cute because a lot of times people would put this kind of thing on Instagram Yeah, and he put it out on Strava and said, first run, knowing I'll be a girl dad. He's
0: probably got more followers on Strava than Instagram. (laughs) I mean,
1: the dude's fun to watch on Strava. He really is. Yeah. Very cool.
0: So congrats to him and his wife.
1: Absolutely.
0: And then finally, Peloton for Parkinson's is coming up and it's the eighth annual. And we talked to the creator of that event, Eric Tostrid, mm-hmm. on episode 148. But that's coming up on April 29th. If you want to check it out.
1: I can't believe it's been eight years. I know. Yeah. Well, congrats to Eric and the whole team. And I hope that it goes as well as all the past events have. It's very cool.
0: Absolutely.
3: In case you missed it.
0: Peloton sent out there this week in Peloton, well, not email, but post- (laughs)
1: You're million years old. Um, well,
0: they did? Like, okay, okay. Earlier this episode, we talked about an email from Peloton. I know, so you can suck it.
1: Well, I can also tease you because you tease me all the time. When have
0: I ever teased you? Uh... Name fifteen times. Ago.
1: <laughs> anyway, exactly. So this week at Peloton, new walk plus run series called "At the Club" with John Hosking. I am really excited about this because. John Hosking is fun and funny and he has great, like absolutely wonderful, or as he would say, brilliant playlists and whenever he did the footage for this he like did a little video where he had like all the dance moves you see at the club then he did all these dance moves and he like named each one <laughs> and so the whole video is hilarious if you haven't seen it there's also a brand new live DJ run DJ John Michael
0: with DJ Jess King <laughs> it's happening
3: no it's happening no! already
1: it will be DJ John Michael that is fake news Tom <laughs> it will be DJ John Michael with Robin this Friday at 5 30 p.m. Eastern it's been a while so make sure you hit that. And then the new strength collection from Andy Spears. We talked about that. All the total strength classes have been put in a collection. And then I think we talked about it two weeks ago, that Cliff is the new strength instructor and you can get his premier class on demand. There's also the good morning Peloton classes where you can have every Monday. There's a meditation and a yoga flow. Wonderful way to start off the week. And if you don't get a chance to take them on Monday, there's the good morning Peloton collection. And it is wonderful it's so soothing you guys it's just so soothing i love it
0: there are new levels <laughs> of lane break
1: yes kylie minogue hits number two we told you we were going to be two this is number two and a yacht rock lane break oh my god i'm so excited ambrosia carly simon chicago the doobie brothers firefall tom firefall
0: i love me some firefall i know you I've do booked him like four or five times on various packages
1: <laughs> so fun Yeah, so that's going to be, those all dropped on 4-3, so they are out there for the taking.
0: I guess this is their way to try to get Amy to use lane break. (laughs) Could be. We have new split strength programs.
1: Yes, with Eric and Marcel. So if you haven't gotten to take them over on the guide, they are out in the app. All of those, so seven weeks have passed, and now they are out there for the taking in Germany. German, not in Germany.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, they're there too.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but...
0: (laughs) But not just there. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we could clear that up for people.
1: (laughs) That's great.
3: Peloton birthdays.
0: And we have one and a half birthdays this week. One and a half. one was last week that we missed. Yep. Jermaine Johnson, April 5th. So our apologies, Jermaine.
1: Yes. Or JJ. Happy birthday, JJ.
0: Yes. Ironically. Ironically, (laughs) the previous JJ.
1: Jennifer Jacobs. Jennifer
0: Jacobs is celebrating a birthday on April 7th.
1: Happy birthday, JJ. How ironic. Yeah. Like, what are the odds of that, that they're within two days of each other yeah. and they both go by JJ? That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday to both. JJ squared. There you go. And then coming up after this, we're going to talk to this week's interview, Rachel Sobel from the blog Wine and cheez I think you're going to dig it.
1: Absolutely. She's funny. Checking
0: in
3: with the Peloton community.
0: Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Rachel Sobel. I didn't ask you how to say your name before we start. I always ask.
4: You nailed it. Oh,
0: thank God. (laughs) Invariably, it's like, it's Rochelle Sabal. It's. (laughs) I always joke. It's like, it can be whatever name. And they'd be like, actually, it's pronounced Smythe.
4: Yeah.
1: We, right. We, like it's,
3: right, right. we yeah. are the
1: worst at pronouncing names. So I was surprised that he did not ask you that question. Yeah. He was feeling very confident today. So I was going to let him.
4: Great job. Great yeah. job.
0: That was not confidence. That was we're leaving for vacation. We are in, in 12 vacation hours. Mode. And I'm paying zero attention to anything. Doesn't that make you feel important as a guest?
4: I was feeling a little bit low before. Now I feel lower. Oh. But I have a very sardonic sense of humor. So it's all good.
1: Oh, I won't show you the drinks we have on the table ready to go.
0: I'm just kidding.
4: <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs>
1: She's ready. She's packing. We're bringing our
0: own coconut (laughs) shells and umbrellas.
1: Oh, So, Rachel, whenever I interview people, I always like to kind of find out like what their background is with Peloton. So like where did it first come into like your life and you decided, oh, I definitely want to try this thing.
4: I'm going to guess I'm like the only person that maybe has ever said this on your show because Peloton is like a very loving cult, for lack of better words. I did not want the Peloton I wanted nothing to do with it. My husband was like, I want to get a Peloton because I need something at home that I can work out because I work, my hours are crazy. And I was like, all right. So we went, I had a brand new baby. We went to the mall, it's a little store set up. My dog is desperately trying to get in the closet right now. (laughs) I was like, you, if you're going to spend money on this thing, you better, this cannot be like a clothes hanger, like those typical memes that go around. Well, cut to the pandemic happening. And I've always been active, but I'm usually a runner or I'll pop into a gym or a class here and there. And I was like gaining weight left and right from all the sourdough bread and cookies that everyone in the world was making during pandemic. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start getting on the Peloton. And I never stopped. I was on it, but I go on probably six days a week. And my husband has not been on it in probably four years. <laughs> I don't even put My shoes anymore. And it's really become an integral part of my sanity because that's how I start my morning every single morning after I come back from dropping the kids off. And I laugh now thinking because I'm like, I did not want this in my house. I was so against it. I was so nervous he wasn't going to use it. And I didn't think I was going to use it because I was more of a treadmill person at the time. But I absolutely love it. Okay, that's
0: like I always get worried when it starts like my husband bought it. It's like, oh, no, (laughs) that's you can't do that.
4: That's. He bought it for him. He got shoes and everything for me also, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll use it once in a while. I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. I want to run outside. I'm not interested. And now I get mad when like my favorite instructors don't have new classes for me to tape. Yeah.
0: So he bought it for himself, not for you, but just asking, did he though? Like... <laughs> This is some Jedi mind trick
4: stuff. Yeah, maybe he's. tell you, This is not the first time my husband has bought something, whether it's a gift that I've been sorely disappointed in then it ends up being the best thing of my life. Like before pandemic for my birthday, he bought me a case of my favorite wine. And I'm not a huge drinker in the house. I drink at dinner with friends and whatever if we have friends over. But I'm not that person who comes home and cracks open a bottle of wine and drinks by myself. I'm just not. And he goes, you're disappointed. I go, I mean, this would have been an awesome gift on like a random Tuesday, but for my birthday, I didn't really want a case of wine. Well, a month later, the pandemic happened, and I was like, this is the best (laughs) present that you could (laughs) get. Now he's two for two with the Peloton and the wine, so really, he knows what he's doing.
0: And it's also like things you think you don't want, like in these, like kind of luring you. Like if he starts coming home, he's like, three ways are the worst.
3: (laughs)
4: You that if that ever happened, you'll have me back on your podcast. But I draw that's a hard no, hard <laughs> not happening. Take the peloton and the wine back. Get out of my house. <laughs> Things have happened. I ride the peloton six days a week that I didn't want. So you never know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. And so- ironically, a hard no on a three way is called a soft no. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's that's counterintuitive, but it makes sense.
1: Okay, so I have an actual question. I know Tom's in jokey joke mode, which is great. I love it. Keep it coming. But you were a runner. Are you still running now? Like, are you doing both or you don't do anything? Oh,
4: Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, let me switch it up. Cause I know you're supposed to do that thing where you switch up cardio because your muscles get tired of the same thing. But I'm like, I go outside and then I get bored immediately because I don't have someone on the screen playing amazing music and yelling at me. And I haven't tried the app where you just hook it up while you run. I haven't done any of that. I'm like an old school get on the bike, use what's on the screen. I have my go to instructors, but no, I haven't. Every couple, I walk my dog like 10 times a day for a half an hour at a time. So I still get that kind of cardio. But no, I have not really run since I got the Peloton. Okay, one, one, you
1: must try the outdoor classes. Susie Chan, everybody says you have to you have to you have to promise me you at least try one.
0: It's merging two things you already love. Like Mm -hmm. you already love running. You've learned to love Peloton. And now it's like two great tastes. That taste great together.
1: And they're so entertaining. Like, I know you think they're not going to be entertaining because you can't see them, but they are. Like, Maddie tells great stories, great stories. And Susie Chan does too, Bex Gentry. They're all really good. So I highly recommend that you try that. But also,
4: if you're already walking your dog, you should try the outdoor walks. There's so many I'm of those. Really, they're <laughs> motivating me and you're partially, in a very cheerleader way, shaming me. <laughs> I... <I'm... laughs> I'm going to do it. It, Whatever you did just worked. Your sorcery worked. And tomorrow when I walk the dog, I'm going to download that tonight. So I do it and I'm going to do it. Okay. I won't check up
1: on you tomorrow because I will be on a beach, but I will check up on you in like a week from now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then you can buy a tread for your husband and not use it.
4: There you go. I know. (laughs) If only we had room. I know everyone probably has a different setup for their bike. My bike is in my garage, which we ended up putting like an AC and stuff to turn it into a playroom for my six year old. And it's basically like 25% bike and then 75% Barbies just everywhere. It's like the <laughs> police Barbies go to die. And she just sits there and plays while I'm on the bike. And then she knows who all the instructors are. And my dog sits and stares at me. Like, I don't even get a break when I'm on the bike. Everyone's like staring and yelling at me and telling me what to do. It's an interesting setup too. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's like a very self-deprecating workout. <laughs> it's very judgy. You've, it's got very, about, yeah.
0: you've got about five more years and she will not give two <laughs> About you. That's true. So well, that's true. I have,
4: yeah, I have one of those too. I have a fourteen-year-old. Oh okay. hey, you like, know, you yeah. know how that is. And I'm like, yes, you both destroyed my body, and I'm forty-six years old, and I have to do everything to fight against gravity. So stop saying anything. You did this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you did this. You're, you're lucky I let you live here. <laughs> I mean, it's the law, kind of. <laughs> but
1: no,
3: sure is. Uh, yeah, it's so encouraged.
0: How long had you been a runner before you forsaked it? Forsaken, oh, yeah, for bikes?
3: Probably
4: only a handful of years. I mean, like I said, I've been active my whole life. So I danced my whole life. I cheered and then I taught dance. And then I started to get into going to the gym and doing circuit training and stuff like that. And then I started liking running, but I really couldn't go more than like three and a half miles, which is some people say that's great. I mean, when you talk to like real runners, they're like running like crazy. And I think back and left. I lived in Manhattan for a while and I loved it because I would run along Central Park and I bought myself on Amazon, one of those like little belts that have like all the bottles of water. And I'm like, I am such an a**. I am going like three miles <laughs> What are all these like marathon runners that don't even have this type of equipment. I thought it was like so prepared and so cool with all of my little different water bottle squirt bottles on my belt. I probably look like such a moron. But I probably did it for maybe like four years consistently. That's okay. great.
1: And, and you know yeah. what? They didn't know how far you were That's running. That's what I was
0: going to say. They don't know how long you're running.
1: Yeah.
4: You could have just run an entire marathon. They wouldn't know. So. Yeah, it's true. And my husband, actually, when we first started dating... He was very into, like, 5Ks and stuff, and now he doesn't do that either. He doesn't do any of that. Now I'm on my own on an island by myself. He just plays tennis multiple times a week, and I'm the one who's doing all the heavy lifting. (laughs) He's just lazy.
0: (laughs) And I will also say back to your water bottles, I'll tell you what I tell our kids, which is you wouldn't worry what people think of you if you realize how seldom they did. No one was paying any attention. So true, especially
4: in New York.
0: No one cares.
4: No, no. You're not looking at me at all. And I don't know why I thought that was like, I wasn't like an avid runner that required that level of hydration. But in my mind, I was like, I'm going to get better and better. I'm going to run further and further. I never did. Ever, ever. It was always like the same three and a half mile track. And then I was done.
1: Well, but you did it. And that's the important thing. Yeah, I did. I want to totally ruin her groove and tell her about what happened to me when I was running.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't want to hijack the whole conversation. I really don't. I really (laughs) don't. She's not hanging. She was hit by a car. She was hit by an SUV. Yeah. And like, yes, concussion, partially collapsed, lung, broken clavicle, like a whole thing. And she's like five weeks out from it. Yeah. Yeah, Five
1: weeks and two days. Not that I'm counting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they hit you like they came from you didn't see them. They came from behind. It was like they were turning left. So like I was crossing through the intersection and I didn't see them at all. So like they came at an angle and like, bam, right into me. I didn't see them at all. You
4: are lucky that those were your only injuries. Oh, my God. I completely agree. I am
1: so lucky to be alive. But now it's ridiculous. Like every time somebody tells me they run outside, I
4: feel this need to like warn them of the dangers of running outside, even though I I ran outside. (laughs) I see people, though, running in the street. I'm like, why are you running on the street when there are perfect? If you don't have sidewalks, it's one thing. But I live in like a very suburban area where there's sidewalks everywhere. And I'm like, why are you in the street? You're like asking trouble. I can't, it makes me so crazy. And you know what? I never had that level of an injury, thank God, but probably like a month before my wedding, when I was really in like workout mode, because I wanted to look good in that dress and those pictures, I tripped in my own neighborhood and went flying, like literally flying face down, on the concrete, I scraped up my elbow. Everything. I mean, I was a mess. And all I'm thinking is, I'm gonna have like crazy scars on my wedding day. Oh. This is crazy. That wouldn't happen on a Peloton. That's another reason why I love yeah.
3: Peloton.
4: Like, Facts. That's not gonna trip on the Peloton. It's not gonna happen. That is so true. Yeah. So wedding true.
0: days are for emotional scars. Yeah. Not physical
3: scars.
4: <laughs> I know. I know. I've done it twice. I'm really good at getting married. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I...
0: Same for both same, of us. Same.
4: Yeah. So, we yeah. have too. Yeah. So, <laughs> So tell us about your day job. What do you do for day job? So after I'm done being like an Uber Eats driver and an Uber driver for my kids <laughs> and doing all the mom stuff, I am a full-time writer. I have my own podcast as well. And I'm a speaker. And so I mostly focus on things about motherhood and divorce and blending families and remarriage and all that kind of stuff. Lately, I've been writing a lot more about really fun middle-aged stuff, <laughs> which is slaps much differently when you start to connect with the women who are going through all the things you're going through. So it's been really, really fun kind of stretching my wings and doing more general writing along those lines. And I have two anthologies that I have essays in, and I'm actually working on my own book as we speak. And it is with an agent that we are currently pitching out to publishers. So I'm hoping I will sell a book this year. Exciting. Nice. That's wow. exciting. So
0: give us the name of the blog.
4: So the blog is Wine and Cheez-Its. It's wine with an H, wineandcheezits.com. And then I have social, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff is also Wine and cheese. its And I pretty much just post content daily. I make fun of myself on the regular. My brand of humor, as I mentioned before, is very self-deprecating, very sarcastic. I don't like to make fun of other people. I don't like to be a mean girl. So I really just, the target of my jokes, I shame my family constantly for the <laughs> things they do around the house, the laundry, outside of laundry, all the typical stuff we deal with. I have... A lot of content that fits that mold. So, and- does
0: that mean you don't consider your family people?
4: Like you. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like they get to live with me and I do everything for them. So like the trade off is that I get to make fun of them a little bit. So the
0: price of admission.
4: Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It. But I mean, yeah. you're making money off
1: of it. So I that's feel like easy. that seems like a good trade off.
0: How did you make that transition? I'm just curious, like to start a, a blog and make money off of it. That's not the easiest thing in the world to gain no.
4: traction
0: and get attention. Like, how did no. you achieve that?
4: So my background is in public relations. And I worked for about 15 years in corporate PR. I was on the agency side. I was in-house and mostly for really boring back-end technology stuff that no one ever, like the regular consumer would never know about. And I was really good at it. I was really good at getting my clients spotlighted in a lot of publications. I was really good at getting them speaking slots. And so I had that natural like publicist drive where I know how to sell things without having an actual product. Mm-hmm. And I got really... Disillusioned being in my last corporate job. I was divorced, getting remarried, at a much better place in my life personally. Professionally, I was miserable. I was surrounded by very nasty, mean girls who were willing to stab each other in the back to climb that corporate ladder. And I wasn't about it anymore. I just felt like I reached the point in my life where I was not enjoying my work anymore. I felt like I was living in a poorly lit cubicle, counting the hours until I got to go home to my kid. And I've always been a writer by nature because public relations is so writing heavy. And I said, I'm going to start a blog. And so I started a blog. It was so ugly because I did it myself on like, I didn't have it professionally done. It was like one of those amateur templates. It was terrible. And I just started writing really funny stories about my family because I have a hilarious, big Italian and Jewish family and we are very inappropriate. (laughs) And so I just started sharing like things about stuff that happened at family holidays and things that happened with my kids at school and all these different little anecdotes and it just before I knew it, I was pitching stories to Scary Mommy and HuffPost and all of those publications and they were getting accepted and it kind of just took off from there. That's, That's awesome. awesome.
3: Yeah. Wow. That's, well well done.
4: <laughs> I, I love
1: hearing stories like that. I find that so inspiring because I feel like so many of us find ourselves, how did we get here in our 40s especially? And I feel like whenever you hear stories like you completely changed what you were doing and how you were going about it, it's not too late. There's a lot of people who think it's too late to switch gears. And so
4: it's never too late. You know, it's interesting, too, because I have two daughters and I am adamant about them having big voices and vocalizing everything that they want in life and not shrinking into the corner and letting people step all over them. And so I'm pretty feisty and I'm raising two feisty little girls. And I love that they are watching me do something that is not traditional. And I always say to them, my little one doesn't obviously understand, but my older one, I say to her, if there is something you have a passion for, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. And sometimes it's way more work when you go off on your own than when you have a stable paycheck in corporate America. But If you have a passion for something, there's usually a way to monetize it. You just have to put the grit in and you have to have a really, I thankfully have a very supportive partner who, when I was going to take that jump and leave a really nice paycheck and we had the very honest conversations of this is what it's going to look like. There are some months that are going to be amazing and I'm going to trump my salary. And there are some months where you're going to have to pay my car payment because I'm not going to be able to do it. And that's just how it's going to be. And now we laugh because I'll do partnerships with brands a lot, which is a really fun part of my job. And I'm super selective because I don't want to be one of those Instagram accounts that every week has like a random ad. But this (laughs) week reached out to me and it was called Colin Broom. And I was like, do I want to do this? Like, do I want to do this? And I was like, you know what? This is like one of those embarrassing things that people don't talk about, like your digestive system and your gut and all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to make it funny. I'm going to do it. And I had a couple of friends being like, aren't you embarrassed? I'm like, no, I wasn't embarrassed when they paid four car payments for me. No, I wasn't embarrassed Like to sometimes do things that take you out of your comfort zone, but are so relatable and are the things that nobody else wants to talk about, even if it's in the form of an ad or a form of content. And I feel like that's kind of what grew my brand was that authenticity of not just talking about the funny Kids' stuff, but the really messy things. I've written very heartfelt articles about experiencing miscarriage and having a breast cancer scare and like all these things with my own little brand of dark humor. But I think that when we, because social media gets such a bad rep, when we go out there and we put ourselves out there in a very authentic and honest way, real begets real. And so you start to build a community of people who crave that and either don't have a voice to express it themselves or someone is always going through what you're going through. You're never going through something alone. And I think that social media is showing us that I'm learning it as I go. I don't even know where I go from here. Like there's no path. It's not like I have yearly reviews and salary increases and all these things. It's so unstructured that sometimes it's overwhelming, but it's also pretty damn exciting. I love that. I love everything you just
0: said. It's also nice when a brand back to the first part of the topic is savvy enough to know if you're going to hire somebody to do something, you got to let them do it their way. Yes. Because if it doesn't have their personality in it, like, but that's what you bought. Yeah. Like if they
1: made you, if they were like, you have to say this script and you have to be like this about it, then that wouldn't have allowed you to be you and you wouldn't have done a good job with it.
4: That's the first thing I say to every brand. I was like, listen, if you want to give me speaking points, I am happy to like work them in. But if we're going to work together, it's my voice, my way. And if you're not okay with that, that's cool. No hard feelings. But I have built a platform where people trust me to not just throw up these cookie cutter ads. I suffer fabletics all the time. And you see all these influencers and they're gorgeous. And they're doing these amazing, like very curated, aesthetically pleasing pictures. Mine are literally like holding a laundry basket. And I'm like, I'm doing laundry for cardio today. And I'm like doing very relatable stuff because I don't want to be that like obnoxious salesy person. But I also need to make a living. This is my livelihood. And sometimes it's challenging to kind of mesh those two worlds. But it's a learning experience every day.
0: I always tell people you don't hire Gallagher and then tell him not to smash watermelons, right? Like totally. you bought the watermelon guy. You let him do the watermelons.
4: Absolutely. That's it. So what about your yeah. speaking engagements? Like, do you have to travel for those a lot? Travel is mostly concentrated at this point for a few months out of the year. I'm the keynote speaker for a really large event that has six different markets called the Mother of All Baby Showers. And so it's for new and expectant parents. And it's amazing. And it's a really cool night because it's new moms and veteran moms having additional children. And it's a really cool group of people who are, people are happy when they're walking around pregnant and eating samples of food and talking to vendors. And it's really a nice night. And so that has been something I've been doing for about five years. And I do it in South Florida. This year, I was in Orlando, Tampa, and Charlotte. And we have a bunch of new markets this year. And that usually kicks off in May. And so that's pretty much like the bulk of my travel. And then here and there, there'll be little things. I'm speaking at my daughter. My daughter goes to a big school down here, and so I'm speaking at an event at her school in May.
0: They're knocking um, a little means- off the tuition for you? <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah,
4: I wish. I wish. I'm like, you don't have to pay me. Can you just, like, split the tuition in half? Because yeah. like, it's killing me. That's where all my colon brew money is going. Less but-
0: her to detentions. Take, like, ten minutes off each detention, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Something.
4: Yeah, Something. yeah. Thankfully, yeah. it's not, like, for the... Because I said to her, I'm like, are you going to be embarrassed? Because she does. She thinks what I do is really cool, and she's into it. I have a whole highlight button on my Instagram of her trolling me, because she trolls me so hard constantly, and she's really good at it. Oh. <laughs> so thankfully it is not like a student focused thing it's only parents but she was pretty excited about it oh that's, that's cool. awesome
0: our kids don't yeah. care at all yeah our kids are <laughs> not They're just like what are you doing in the basement <laughs> <laughs> is that still a thing okay
1: why do you always talk about peloton yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you
4: do travel though how do you keep up with your workouts how does that work for you I used to be one of those people who was really ambitious. And I was like, I'm going to bring my workout stuff. I'm going to work out in the hotel gym. That has literally never happened. (laughs) So I just say to myself, you know what? I'm getting a break. I'm going to get a break and I'll make up for it. I used to get really stressed out when I like I'm so type A. So it's like if I missed a day or two days, I would start to get upset that I didn't have my routine. And now I've just adopted that YOLO mentality. Because the truth is, when I'm speaking and I'm on the road, I am so tired And it's a lot the adrenaline that goes through your body when you're standing on stage and talking to people, no matter how many times you've done it, I get those butterflies and I get nervous until I actually start talking. And so I'm so mentally drained that I feel like it's good for me to take that break. I'm usually only gone for a couple of days. So I typically work out the morning before I leave. And then I give myself two or three days to take off.
1: That's great. I really like that. That's a great
4: attitude. I'm like, I'm wasting valuable real estate in my suitcases by bringing workout clothes that I'm never going to put on my body. And this is just stupid at this point. I need to just be real and be true to myself and leave room for the stuff that I know I'm going to buy in the hotel gift shop for my kids because I didn't find anything When I was out and about and so that's how I'm gonna live my life from now on it's so funny the lies we tell ourselves and then the way you like bargain because I used to take a
1: work like if we were gone for a week I would take a workout outfit for every day we were gone I was like I'm gonna work out every day and then I didn't do it but I have found I have found that like I make this deal with myself that if I take three outfits for a week I can work out three times. Like, I can make that happen. But I had to bargain with myself. And
3: negotiate with yourself.
4: <laughs> yeah, did. totally.
3: I get it.
1: I get it.
0: You know, this is the same reason when I was in college, I stopped carrying a condom in my wallet. Like,
1: totally the same. Yeah. yeah I'm like, this, this ain't getting used. Or are we
3: getting?
0: <laughs> so what is your leaderboard name?
4: Rachel Sobel.
0: Very oh, easy to remember.
4: So how did yeah. you come up with that? I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I actually tried to do wine and cheese it's because I was like, I may as well just like brand myself everywhere. Sure. You never know who's watching. And it, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was too long or what it was, but yeah, it's just my name. And then I see other people's leaderboard names and I'm like, God, that's really original. Like, why did I not do that? I was like, I can't, I am wasting too much energy thinking about this. And I'm just going to let it be. But, yeah.
0: At least you have an easy name to say so you don't have a difficult name that's going to rob you of shout outs.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do judge people sometimes when they have, like, really graphic names. I'm like, really? I'm like, couldn't you just, like, tone it down a little bit? I'm all for, like, a sense of humor or whatever. But come on. Like, nobody needs that level of, like, sexual innuendo in their leaderboard name. Do You have any examples yeah. that you want to call out? No, I was trying. I'm like they're going to ask me for an example, and yeah, I can't think of one right now. Maybe it'll come to me. We're
0: going to see if someone who we knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have a preferred instructor?
4: I love Cody. I love him, and I loved him even more when I actually wrote a meme about him maybe last year, actually. And it was something I wrote. It, I'm not even gonna remember what I wrote. <laughs> And I wrote something like, I know that when Cody's wearing the lightning bolt earring, I'm going to get my ass served to me. It was something like that. And he shared it. And I was like, all my friends down here who like are on Peloton, they're like, oh my God, he shared your story. Like, it was like a big moment. If you weren't, you know, my friends who have no idea of Peloton, they're like, so. And I'm like, you know, get lost because this is a big deal. I love Cody. I love Jen Sherman. Love, love, love Jen Sherman. I just did her sing-along ride, which is one of my favorite rides I've ever taken. I want to take it over and over and over again, and I hope she does more of those. You know she has
1: like a whole library of those, right? Older ones. Yeah, I got to go
4: back and look at those because I didn't know when she was saying like I originated this because I didn't really start riding her rides until a little bit later. I was much more into like Cody, Alex, Rob and all the because I'm a very big 90s hip hop person. So like that's always where I gravitated. And I typically don't like rides that are all rock and roll heavy. I like a little bit of pop, a little bit of whatever. But Cody is definitely my favorite, mostly because he's just so entertaining and time flies so fast. because It doesn't feel like a workout. It feels like you're hanging out with a really funny friend. Robin is just a badass. And sometimes I take Kendall, but she kicks my ass really hard. And Emma, I love too, love Emma. That's a great you've got a nice plethora yeah. of instructors. Yeah. Great. It's
0: yeah. good to have backups in case one of them leaves.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 Don't start any rumors. We're not starting a rumor. We don't
0: know anything. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that like no one stays at one job forever. Exactly.
4: And, exactly. You know,
0: never know. And it's good you to know, have if anyone's
4: gonna leave. It's going to be Cody because now I know he's writing a book. He was on Dancing with the Stars. Like his career is taking off. And so. How long is he going to stay a peloton instructor before he's on some major tv hosting something it's bound to happen
1: until they pay him big money that's how long because peloton keeps letting him and i don't mean like letting in a negative way but they don't discourage him him from doing the other things
0: because they know you know it's weird analogy but i think they've kind of learned from wwe that it's like you let these guys that case it's typically guys go off and make their movies and then they come back even more famous and bring your yeah. eyes back to the brand. And then yeah. it's just, it's very synergistic.
1: Yes, absolutely.
4: So, it really is. Yep. Yeah.
0: so do you have any advice for people just now entering the world of Peloton?
4: I think you have to be easy on yourself. I think that when I did my first ride, it wasn't fun because I think I didn't do enough. I just kind of went on and picked something. I wasn't even looking like, I didn't know the difference between beginner, advanced beginner, all this stuff. I think that you have to, no matter how active you are, it's a very different kind of workout and you got to kind of ease into it and find your groove and then play around with the music choices and the instructors and don't give up on it. And know was some people who tried it a few times. They're like, oh, I didn't like it. And they did the same instructor like three times and never branched out. I think that the trick to really loving it for me was having that variety and trying a bunch of different people and finding what kind of workouts I liked. Like I never thought I would like a low impact workout ever. I was like, that is a waste of time. Now I do those so often because if I have an injury or if something's bothering me and I want to work out, I'm like, this is perfect. And it's deceptively hard. Like you think Mm -hmm. low impact is going to be like an easy one that you're going to fly through. And sometimes those have been some of my hardest rides. So I think I like the fact that there's really something kind of for everything that you have going on in your life to adapt to workout wise.
1: I love that, especially the low impact thing. That's so true. And I find especially you mentioned Jen Sherman, hers are the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: you look at her and I'm like, oh, she's a middle aged mom like me. Like this is my people. She's going to go my speed. She is like a beast. And I'm like, how is she doing that right now? And I know the other thing, I the advice I would give people is don't get so caught up in the numbers because all of us are built differently. Our bodies are built differently. The way we exercise is different. And there are so many times where I know that I'm in good shape. I am. Like I work out all the time. However, there have been times I'll get on the bike and whoever's teaching will tell me where my number's supposed to be. And I'm nowhere near that. And I'm like, how are they doing this? And I got so in my own head in the beginning of feeling down on myself for that. Now I look at it for myself competitively compared to like what I've done in the past, but I really don't compare myself anymore. And also, I wish that people would stop high-fiving a hundred times. Like, high-five me one time. Amen. Amen. It's amazing. High-five me. I love the support. I'm going to high-five you back. Don't do it over and over again. And I have news for you. It's mostly men. It's never women. It's men who do it. And I don't know if there's like some loaded thing behind that, because I will not lie. My picture is like a professional picture of me, like sipping on a sippy cup with a long straw coming out of it. So it's like a little bit suggestive and I get it. But like, I don't want to high five you a million times during a ride. Like enough. You get one, you get one, <laughs> maybe two if I've had a good day, but please cool it, cool it with the high fives.
3: Agree.
0: Uh,
4: tell us how you really feel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all those high fives. is
0: equivalent. I totally agree with it's, you. It's the equivalent of going, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, and right. like,
1: like if it's like a friend of mine, I have no problem with that. Or like somebody right. I know, you're cheering each other yeah, on, you know, that's different. Totally. But if it's like a person, you have no idea who they are. They need to back off.
4: Yeah. It's need, egregious. It it's is. egregious. I'm trying. I can't keep letting go of the handle <laughs> to high five you. You're actually now interfering with my workout. And I just want you to chill out. You just know what? chill. On the tread, I have to like run faster to hit yes. the button and then slow i <laughs> <catch> down.
1: Catch <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like insanity
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome well rachel thank you so much for joining us today we greatly appreciate it before we let you go remind everybody where they can find all of your wares
1: yeah your blog your podcast all the things
4: thank you so it's wine and cheeses w-h-i-n-e and cheeses on everything that's my website instagram Facebook and then I'm on TikTok now and TikTok is rachel.sobel.writes and where oh my podcast is called Friends Without Benefits and it is available wherever you podcast and there's quite a few of them so it's a pink background with me And my friend, Dale, kind of dancing together. And he has been my platonic friend for over 30 years. And we talk about everything. And it's been really, really fun. And we just posted our 40th episode. And so we're really excited about it. Well, congratulations.
1: That's very exciting.
4: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you guys so much for having me.
0: So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next week, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. They can find me on Instagram twitter or the peloton leaderboard at clip out crystal where i hit 600 yes. runs this week Woo!
0: well done thank you and you can find me on twitter at roger Kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group and of course don't forget our youtube page at youtube.com slash the clip out so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling. and rowing and running